now recording. Craig. Oh, how I've how I've missed this guy. Yeah, big guy, big plans, big working. Craig so, is the guy. Craig is the guy. So, it's me. It's Corey. It's a Monday. Yo. What do you think it is? What do you think is going on, bro? As always, consistently every week, it's the Monday scramble. Okay, well, instead of taking the piss out of us, how about we explain ourselves? Okay, that, that yeah, that, that makes sense. Because I think we had pretty valid reasons to not upload a Monday scramble. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we just forgot or we just couldn't be fought. Mm. Corey, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been... Because I'm a little child, I've been having to deal with going back to my school in my final year, ready to do my GCSEs. Yeah. Final year GCSEs. Busy boy. Busy start of the year for him. Busy Me? I'm at the end of my educational journey. Oh, Um, that must hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I had my graduation last week. Um, And the week before that, I was moving... Back in to the crib. So now me and Mr. Corey live in the same house again. Woo. Yeah. What a fucking great time to be alive. So that's that what we've been doing. It's been quite quite hectic, quite busy. Hmm. I'm sure I'm going to be even more busy soon. Um, but what have you guys been doing? What has exactly. the, the Monday Scramble listeners been doing? I'm going to put a Q&A up again. Oh, we're, bring it, we're bringing the Q&A back. We're going to bring it back. back. Answer what you've been doing. What have yeah. you been doing in these two weeks of No Monday Scramble? I've been crying. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how I got through my graduation without a lovely podcast to listen to. You, you should have like took, like took the microphone or something and plugged the Monday Scramble. I should have. Live on stream. Live, literally on stream. Yeah. I wonder if any Monday Scramble listeners tuned in to watch your graduation, Kyle. Well, you didn't. Um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't told that yeah. it was going to be a live stream. Neither were they. So. Anyway, what are we doing this episode on, Corey? <sighs> this week, uh, because it was podcast... Podcast? Oh fucking hell! I'm rusty because rusty. it was payback. Because it was payback semi recently, and obviously Finn and Priest won the tag belts off Sammy and KO. We are going to be doing an episode on Judgment Day and what we think every member of Judgment Day should be going to next. And we're also going to talk about maybe JD. We could also talk about Jay because Jay's been teased with Judgment Day recently. Cool. I think it's a great idea. Uh, Corey came to me with this idea. He was like, yeah, I need to talk about Judgment Day. Yeah. He came, came physically to me because we can yeah. do that now. Mm. Wonderful. We come, uh, we come up with ideas on the spot. No, not on the spot. No, no <laughs> not on the spot. Before, before. Before. We come up with ideas before, like a good podcaster. Yeah, like a good podcaster. But, but, but. Oh my <laughs> like, God, I'm like rusty as well, bro. Like a good podcaster, I am so prepared for this episode. I've got a little list of things I want to talk about, a little list of names that belong to Justin Day. Unimaginably immersed 
into this podcast episode. God, this is going to be a great episode, Kyle. Which Judgment Day member do you want to start? Do you want to start on someone who probably has the less interesting path or someone who has a more interesting path? I think you keep talking about JD sports, so you should talk about JD sports. So I don't know what you're on about. JD? Uh, I wasn't familiar with JD until we came into NXT UK. Um, I I think I've watched every, I think when they did the NXT UK pay-per-views I'm pretty certain I watched every single one live. What was weird because I didn't watch the actual NXT UK show but JD was great. I remember his match against Finn Balor was amazing. I loved that one. I think that was at Blackpool. Then he had a NXT Cruiserweight championship match that was also a banger jd is really good and on the main roster i was quite worried he was gonna just get he was just gonna get forgotten about like a lot of other smaller like physically smaller nxt stars kind of like how santos has kind of been he's been lost a little and he's not even the main person in his own faction anymore but they are doing i'm loving what they're doing with jd they are having him be finn's best mate what makes sense uh finn trained jd that makes sense and they're having him possibly join judgment day and that is probably the path that i want them to go on i think judgment day is fine at the four members they currently have however i wouldn't be annoyed if they had a jd and I think with how this storyline is going, I think that is the direction they should take it. Epic. I still don't know who JD is. I've not watched anything for the past two weeks. He's just, he's just the small Irish lad who is talking to Finn backstage and stuff. Conor McGregor, I get it. Conor McGregor, yeah. So when you think JD, just imagine Conor, but without any tattoos, probably a bit short, shorter. And not a UFC star. Wonderful. So not like Conor McGregor at all. Imagine an Irish lad. Yes. Irish people. Irish um, people. Speaking of Irish people, let's talk about Dominic Mysterio, Kyle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice subversion of expectations. Yeah. So, Dominic I mean, Mysterio. Mexico is just the, the island of America, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, UK and US... Ireland, Mexico. Yeah. Mexico is to what Ireland is to the UK. Is Except for Mexico actually has quite a cool food culture. Um, yeah, and no offence to Ireland, but it's, it's not too impressive. I don't want to just eat potatoes. Okay, I was really trying to avoid the, <laughs> the lowbrow potato joke. <laughs> potatoes, Kyle. <laughs> Tato. Tato. Okay, come on. Dominic Mysterio. Let's, let's go. Are you going to do what I just did the entire no, bit about JD? No, no. Okay. That's not how this podcast works. <sighs> Fuck off. Right. Dominic. Dominic Mysterio is North American champion right now. Um, I think he should... I think he should actually have quite a lengthy run with the belt. I'm not entirely sure who should beat him for the belt yet. I think NXT... I could do an entire episode alone about how good NXT is at the moment. NXT is starting to get near peak NXT again. 
and it's really weird because they've turned NXT into so you know how like 2018 NXT it was the developmental brand but it was just all indie stars there was just every guy was an indie star they've turned NXT into a legitimate developmental brand that has people coming from the performance center and not like ring of honor and it's taken some time but it's really good nxt is like back to a really really healthy point and dominic is being a really core part of it i think the work that he's been doing on nxt has been like top tier he is a detestable heel who everyone hates and yeah i think he should stay with the belt for quite a while and he should just pretty much continue what he's doing now. I'm not sure any change is really needed. The only thing I would really, I'd really, I'd be fine with is I know I don't want to see another Rey Mysterio Dominic Mysterio match, but Dominic Mysterio holding two mid-card championships holding the US title and the NXT North American title would be really good TV. However, I'm just not sure how he does it because I just... It's weird because Ray is the most obvious matchup for him, but also the matchup you want to give him least. Okay. I... So I was going to talk about um, Ray, essentially. Uh, I... I don't mind... Dominic versus Ray. I think they need to give it a couple months now. Yeah. But after a couple months, I think if Dominic is gonna hand down that that NXT title, he's now at a level where I could see him be a mid card title holder on the main roster. When before I was like, bro, get far away from it. Tag team at most. Twenty four seven in reality. But now I think mid-card title, I think, is perfectly where Dominic is at at the moment. But obviously, you don't want to just rush it straight into Ray. Let him have something else. Let Ray have something else if Ray's going to keep it for that long. And then they can do some big bluff. Especially if Ray's going to retire soon, which I don't know. Yeah, I think Ray's next feud is going to be a really important one. Like, his next... Not just like his next feud, like he could have a feud of like Ricochet, but his next personal feud is going to be a really important one, whether it's between Santos or between Dominic again. Because I think his next personal feud will be his last. I think that's when he'll retire. I think it's guaranteed that Dominic is going to retire, right? Oh, I yeah, I think Dominic's going to retire him, but I can see Santos running a program with him just before the Dominic program. Yeah. I think this is definitely his, his last major run. I, I don't see him doing a whole lot after this. Yeah. Um, but you never know. Rey Mysterio is the kind of guy where you, you always forget how old he is, but then, like, maybe he can just keep going forever. Maybe he can undertake it, and he can be like in his mid sixties hmm. and still do shit. Well, Rey Mysterio is like a small, athletic guy, so 
in theory, he shouldn't, like, he should fall off quicker than other people who don't rely on agility. And he's mm-hmm. 48 now. So, it might actually be a bit younger than I expected. I thought he was a bit older. I thought he was, like, 53 or something. But, no, I can see Ray, after Ray loses this spell, I can see him having one more feud. Danny retires. And I think yeah. Dominic will Dominic will be that guy. Because mm. you got you gotta have Dominic feud with Ray. But we are him. we are um iconically wrong about a lot of things. So oh, who yeah. knows? Genuinely Ray Bro, might I fuck, I the fuck, next I fucking years. said I fucking said Tommaso Ciampa should be Gunther's next feud. Yeah. And Seth's next feud should be Bron Breaker. And now Bron Breaker's just murdered a guy on NXT. I thought Wesley was 100% just coming up to the main roster. And Did you see Bron break a murder a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's one of the few things I've seen over the past two weeks. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just... Dominic, we both love him. We both don't. Well, we love to hate him. Um, It's crazy that when we started the Monday Scramble, we both had zero shits given about Dominic. And now here we are, episode... 19 or something and bro he's he's a certifiable star hmm. and not in yeah. a, like a forced way yeah he's had a really good progression he's definitely proven us wrong hmm. I think um, for a heel though it's easier for a, for a heel to have a natural progression to being big rather than a face well, yeah, don't let Adam hear you say that. But yeah, I think heels are naturally a lot more interesting than faces due to the fact that a face is someone you know is getting forced down your throat. Mm. But it's very rare that you get that feeling when it comes to heels. Because heels aren't the company's like, big sellers. Or for, the, for them, they don't see it that way. Whilst faces yeah. are like, you know the company is trying to push this guy to be a huge like moneymaker. And sometimes yeah. you just don't want to fuck with that. Mm. But, you know, like, I kind of do want to fuck with the heels because they at least have got a little bit of edge, a little bit of a pizzazz. Right, like they superstar. <laughs> um... Rhea Ripley, I don't have any strong thoughts about Rhea Ripley. I think she's in the same place we've, where we've said for ages, where she's too good for the division right now, yeah. and there's no one believable against her. I think the yeah. Raquel match was actually quite boring. It's not even like a, she's been booked too strong. But yeah, it is that. But like, I'm not entirely sure how to explain it. She just feels like she's better than everyone, and not even just because she's booked in that way. Yeah, she just feels like she would batter everyone in a fight. I think it's not—it's not just the physical aspect because she does look like physically she could absolutely smack anyone else out, mm. including half the male roster. Yeah, but she's also got that personality that it's like the Becky Lynch, like she's hard, she's hard as fuck personality yeah and she, there's not she's a lot very of much, Go on. she's very much like fucking hell she's only 26 she's literally a modern day china 
that's probably the best way I'd describe her. I mean, yeah, but China also had like kind of. Uh, I don't know. You're making it awkward now because I'm gonna have to chat shit about someone who's dead. Um, We've chatted shit about multiple people who have been dead. Yeah, but you know, Chris Benoit was a bit of an arsehole. He was a bit of an arsehole. What he did wasn't very cool. But China isn't really that much of a villain. She's mm. just a human being. Which feels a lot more dodgy when I chat shit, saying that her personality like, as a character wasn't really that intriguing to me. Yeah, it feels like Rhea's a more developed China. Rhea feels like a far more developed China. Yeah. Um, and China was quite sexualized. Well, it's Rhea, I don't think, is very sexualized, despite the whole mummy thing. Yeah, despite the whole thing with Dominic, it's always kind of just been a... She's just like a strong alt girl. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But yeah, like how the f- how the good. fuck have we started talking about this during a wrestling podcast? Because well, it's Rhea Ripley. What we've not gone that off topic, bro. Fair. <laughs> We're just talking about Rhea Ripley's character, in which hmm. she is a buff as fuck, like Dom, which is ironic because Dom is a not buff as fuck, scrawny sub. <laughs> Right, yeah. Rhea, what do you think Rhea should do, like, from now on? What do you think Rhea should do? do you think I'm she willing should to give her another do- shot with Raquel. I think maybe they yeah. can still have, like, a cool match. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't, I don't know, it didn't captivate me that much. Yeah. I think give her another match with Raquel, maybe that'll do better than something might happen. <laughs> Yeah, something might happen. I just I don't know who could who could really do anything. I thought Shayna was gonna do stuff, but Shane oh uh, yeah, Shayna. What is happened to Shayna Baszler? What's what's she doing? Uh, I will have a look because okay. I genuinely have no clue. Well while you have a look, I'll talk about Finn. Finn, oh Finn. What can we really say about him? Um, She's just beating up Zoe Stark. What? Finn? Shayna. Oh, I was going to say. I don't know know what Finn's beef would be. Um, Yeah, Finn. uh, Really sad that he didn't win the world title. But I'm glad he's got something. Yeah. And I think him and Priest can make this really cool. Yeah, now Grand Slam champion now. Yeah, I don't mean nothing to me, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. But maybe Braun it means Strowman's, something to Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's technically a grandson champion. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's why it means nothing to me. And <laughs> he won it with a literal child. Um, but yeah, Finn, I think has. It's a weird one because at some point, either him or Priest is gonna have to separate. Like yeah. from Judgment Day, and I have a weird feeling that it's actually going to be Finn, hmm. and he'll eventually be a face. Well, both we from what 
I've seen of both Finn and Priest. They both work well as a face. Mm. I think they both. I think they both work better as heels, but they don't work bad as a face. I actually think Finn works better as a face, which might be one of the few people that I say that with. I think Finn's all right as a heel, but I think he works better as a like a vicious face. Because like mm. when he was the what, kind of like an demon hero. Kind of, yeah. Like when he was Demon Finn, he was a face. And I think that was the best run he's probably ever yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. When I was thinking of face Finn, I was thinking of like fucking s- s- like smiliest boy in- on the roster. Yeah. Well, any any character with like that generic super baby face, oh, I, I'm just going to smile and wave like one of the fucking Rich penguins. <laughs> smile it's never going to work. Yeah. yeah it, it will always not captivate the older audience because we want mm. something more interesting and i guess Developed. more unique yeah we, we, we want, want something yeah we want depth we don't want something that is just on the surface this is what it is that's it that's all there is to it because when you when you corner someone into that character it feels like they are no longer making decisions for themselves it feels yeah. like just the the archetype will now just make decisions. Yeah, it feels like they're no longer an actual person, and that's that's probably why the judge, not judgment. That's probably why the bloodline feud was so amazing, and still is still amazing in my opinion, because mm. they all feel human. I understand everyone's choices. Like I understand why Jimmy turned on Jay. It makes sense. Everything still in the bloodline feud you feel like everyone is a human being in this wrestling feud. Yeah. In other feuds, it just feels like we need insert person to be an insert place. They're just going to have this feud to fill in time and get someone from A to B. Yeah, like, no matter whether it's John Cena or randy orton as a face or edge as a face or fucking batista triple h whoever batista. no matter who it is when they play that baby face character in the same situation they all make the exact same decision when they are all supposed to be different wrestlers with very different characters and very yeah, well-defined I, characters i think you that's so e- you can so easily tell that when you look at all of them as a heel if you look at cena as a heel if you look at Batista is a heel, Triple H is a heel, and Randy is a heel. They are all completely different characters. As a face, they're all just the same. Like, they'll have a cheeky laugh at someone's expense, and they'll win. But as a heel, they're all... Well, Cena's Doctor of Thugonomics. Randy Orton is either a legend killer... What is a great fucking gimmick i love that gimmick or an arse triple h is depending on what year or on either racist or a really just like the top dog you have to get like the final boss of he's wrestling. the gatekeeper yeah batista is fucking batista well he's not fucking himself well, he's not fucking Batista, but Batista is... Oh, he 100% would if he could. Batista is just Batista. 
yeah, I think that's that's what my issue is with uh, with big faces and like Cody as well at this point. I feel like Cody doesn't have a gimmick. Cody's yeah. gimmick is I'm Cody Rhodes. I love America, mm. um, which we're not American. So even the, yeah. the blatant like <laughs> yucky patriotism doesn't even get us. He always have very defined gimmicks, faces. Their gimmick is that they're a face. Yeah. That's what, I hate to say this, I think that's what AEW do really good. Because if you look at someone like uh, Hangman Page, he was a face, but I'd, he had a very well-established gimmick as a face. And yeah. it got everyone behind him. And I like that, the Adam Page storyline, Hangman Page, was really good because they gave a face an actual story. And I think whenever you give a face a story, it just works so much better. You need two, in a feud, you need two people who can actually make human actions rather than one person makes the action, the other person reacts to it. Yeah. To avoid going too off topic, I'll just say, one person I think is doing really good at this in WWE, because like you said, AEW actually has a way better grasp of this concept. But in WWE, I think Seth is doing a good job at this. And yeah. Jey Uso. Hmm. Um, I think they're both doing good at... Maybe Jey's a bit more... Um, I think he might be a bit more of like a generic face. But again, it's his first like solo run, yeah, so I'll give him a bit of a break. Run. And he, I, he'll I probably take a bit of time to do it. I think from what I've seen on Raw so far... Obviously, we're not going to release before the Raw on Monday, so we don't know what's going to happen then. But he seems to be having his, like, that pissed at him because yeah. obviously he's cost them all their matches. And I think that would be a great story, way to go because it allows Jay to feud with other faces in a way that doesn't turn one of them heel. Yeah, because I, I think, think the whole thing is really interesting. Um, faces don't need to only ever do morally correct and like saint worthy levels of stuff. You can be a face and still fuck someone else over. You are paid to in in law or in the law. What is it in the kayfabe? You are paid to fight people. You don't need to be a saint. Um. So. Yeah, fuck someone else's matchup. Matchup if you don't like them. That's not a heel. That shouldn't be a heel thing. Um, that should just be a, a thing if you don't like someone. Yeah, I only and got I half it's... that because you had a heart attack halfway through. Did but, I? Yeah, you might just cut out for me <laughs> for like a um, solid ten seconds. But well, I, we'll I, I see got the gist of what you're in the recording. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway. Let's let's end it on uh, Priest. Big Dom, oh, big, yeah, I was going to say Dom. Big, Damien big Priest. Dom. If we finished on Dominic Mysterio, that would have been the most anti-climactic we'll start thing and ever. finish on him. Yeah. Just so, like it does. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but no, it's either against it. No, you're going to make it. Damien Priest. Damien Priest was the 100% right choice for, mo- right choice for Money in the Bank. I love LA Knight, but Damien Priest has done 
amazing work with the briefcase so far, in my opinion. Um, I'm really looking forward to what he does next. I think they shouldn't split apart Judgment Day just yet. Keep it as a thing. You can do... You can maybe do, like, the... Oh, will they... Well, I don't really want to see a will-they-won't-they coexist as a tag team, considering they're the champions. But you can have a little infighting still about JD, because just winning belts isn't going to solve all the infighting, is it? So storyline-wise, it makes sense if they're still infighting a little. But I think, first of all, Pre should 100%, when he does cash in, he should obviously actually succeed. If they have Priest lose the cash-in, I'll be just disappointed. I think it's tragic that that is now a consideration we actually have to give. Yeah. Like, what kind of world are we where cash-ins are now, like, you're worried they're going to fail? Yeah. Like, WWE cash-ins don't have a good track record recently. Like, yeah, there's the been... has plummeted. Yeah. There's been Io, who obviously... That, that that one went How do you good. keep pronouncing it? Io? Where the fuck do you Eo. pronounce it? No, but Io is how you pronounce it I-O when it was her old thing. If it's now been, if it's now being spelt differently, surely they've done that because they, they want it to be pronounced differently. What? The, what? What do you mean? E- the Io right. part is spelt the same. No, it used to be uh, I... I-O, I think. Yeah, it used to be just I-O. But when she was Eo Shirai, it was just I-O. Then okay. she changed to I-O Sky. So I'm assuming, because they've changed the spelling, they, they're they planning on the pronunciation of it okay, being changed Okay, I think that makes well. a lot more sense. I think yeah. when I listen to the matches, they still pronounce it E-O. Oh. Maybe Actually, I think it does change, because I think Michael Cole says I.O. Yeah. But, yeah, Money in the Bank briefcases don't have a good track record, really. No. Like, if you... Right, let's go through the recent winners of it. There's been... I.O. She did actually succeed. Then... Priest. Obviously, hasn't cashed in yet. Who else was there? Why the hell is it so difficult to just cash in matches? Okay, here we go. Then before that, it was Austin and Theory on the US belt. What he failed. Biggie. Okay, yeah, fair. Biggie went well. Um, Miz. Yes, he technically won, but then just lost to Bobby a week after, like a week or two weeks later. Brock. We do not count. Braun was no as no contest. Baron failed. Then that's like the most recent ones up to 2018, and it's literally 50% chance that you win. And one of the wins was a two week reign. Yeah, yeah, not very good. Um, yeah, I think they, I think they learned from the mistake though. Hmm. Yeah, hopefully they have. But Dam- I think Damien's definitely going to like, win his cash-in. I think he's got way more momentum than any of the previous ones had. Yeah, if we look at either people, Theory lost all of his momentum after Vince went. Big E actually did well because he had momentum. The Miz 
didn't have momentum because it was pandemic and because he, he didn't win it in the momentum. He had minus momentum because he won it a fucking Otis because Tucker turned on him. Then Brock is an anomaly in this, so we're not counting him. <laughs> Brock Braun, always has momentum, but never to win. <laughs> Brock just has constant. Brock is like a freight train that will continue to go through anything. Even if it's literally in pieces, it will keep going. Then Braun had, at this point, he'd lost his momentum from when he was like proper big Braun. Then Baron Corbin. That science is all that is needed to explain. Yeah, Baron Corbin really... uh... That was the start of the end. Bro, the Baron, Cash, Cor- Baron Corbin fucking won a Money in the Bank ladder match. I do not remember this. I remember him being Mr. Money in the Bank, but I cannot remember him winning the match. See, I can remember because everyone was like, oh, okay. And then- Oh yeah, Kyle, you remember Gable Stevenson? The Gable Stevenson-Baron Corbin match, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, Gable Stevenson's been released, apparently. Or at least he's been taken off the roster. Yeah, he's yes. been removed off the NXT roster. P- imagine having your first match be that bad. Yeah, that yeah. Damien Priest, though, which is who we were on about. Like five years ago. Yeah, Damien Priest. Yeah, before you I decided think... to talk about every fucking Money in the Bank winner of all time. Damien Priest, I feel, has the has the aura to break this chain of not great money in the banks. He does def he does just feel like I don't know. He just feels like he's a big obviously he's a like jacked guy, tall, he's like six five. He seems very much like a WWE star type of guy. And I can't see him doing poorly with it. Or at least, with the briefcase, I can't imagine him doing poorly. With the actual belt, that's a complete other thing, and it would depend very much on what's like, what's the situation around him when he wins the belt. But I think he definitely should win the belt, and depending if if Damien Priest is the one to leave Judgment Day, then I don't want that because that will mean face Damien Priest. I like him as a face, but I don't want to see a face champion. Face champions are just... They they obviously will work, but do we manage just to make them all not work? I don't think we have to worry about that. I don't think Damian Priest is going to be a face champion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if Finn leaves Judgment Day, we can do Priest-Finn, Priest-Wins... Priest is now a big bad heel with Judgment Day behind him. Great. Love it. See, I I don't think it will go um, Priest cashing in into an instant feud with Finn. I think they're going to save that for... Oh, yeah. I meant, I meant like, I meant like the, the first big like feud that has like proper story behind it. Like If we look at Seth... The feuds that he has had story like the the feuds that he has had for the belt is like 
AJ, Finn, Shinsuke. But the only ones that have had like a seriously inbuilt storyline that's had a lot of time put towards it has been Finn. AJ didn't, Shinsuke, I'm sorry, you cannot put us completely out of the blue storyline about someone's back and claim that's a great story to build up for it. Finn, Finn's was a personal story where they had a personal dislike of each other and it was great. Shinsuke is just a prick. But a great prick. Like Randy. And a terrifying prick. Shinsuke is great and he should do something good. And he's still feuding with Seth, I think. Yeah, I think I don't think Shinsuke's gonna end up with the title at the end of all this. But I hope he does. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever be a world champion. It's really sad because he does deserve it. Oh, I think he will. Well, you think he will again? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I just he feels like someone that's always gonna be in that scene, but never going to be. A winner. Like, okay, this is such a dirty comparison for him. And it's actually disgusting that I'm comparing them because Shinsuke is so much levels above this person. But it's the only, it's the first person I thought of as like always a title challenger but never gonna be the champion. Um Natalia. <laughs> okay. No, we're we're done with this conversation. No, no, no. Because Natalia's always like she can always challenge for the title if there's nobody storyline wise that they can fit in, but she's never really gonna win it, but it'll be an alright feud. I think Shinsuke's in a similar position even though he doesn't deserve to be. Um no, I I hard disagree with that so much. Um just the very core of it. Even taking Natalia out of it. I think I think Shinsuke always has some momentum. He just very rarely has enough momentum to take a championship. I think he's got that momentum right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad does, you detoured away from Damien Priest again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damien Priest should win. End of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For this entire episode, has been you. For like... 30 fucking minutes talking about not the judgment day. No, that's because I've been the only one talking for like 30 fucking minutes. Well, I, I'd happily have talked, bro. I've offered you to talk so many times, Kyle. No, you haven't. You've done it once. You can take this one. Can't believe this kid. Oh, God. He offers it once and he's like, nah, I've done this whole, whole fucking podcast. Anyway, I said this should be a 15-minute episode, and here we are, 40 minutes. 40? Yes. Oh, fuck it now. Yeah. Now you you see what I'm saying. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That realisation that you might have actually been talking for fucking ages. Goodbye, everyone. We will see you next week for the Monday Scramble. We will have something to talk about. What it will be, we never know. We still need to get Adam on as Dakota Kai. Yeah. Um, next week, we'll we'll have a shorter, a lot more fucking normal episode. Because holy shit, this, this one. Kyle, this was the most years. normal episode we've ever done. One of us constantly goes off track in every single episode we've done. I don't think 
Um, this is a normal TGP podcast episode. I don't think I want to upload this one. <laughs> joking, oh, obviously. Now we're three weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm joking. Boys, I hope you've had a good time. Um, I'm sure listening to Corey for this long, you haven't, but that's not my issue. My issue is getting one uploaded, and by golly gosh, we've done it. Hooray. Hooray. Um, goodbye, boys. Have a good rest of the week. We'll see you next week. Yeah, see ya.